Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to episode 105. Oof, I'm feeling aligned in life. Do you? When you are in alignment with the desires of your heart, things have a way of working out. Whether you're an online business owner who is just starting or you're already at six figures, hitting seven figures, you're building your business for the long haul. And if you're interested in having your business and life having massive purpose and impact while supporting the life that you truly love to live day to day, you need to create alignment that will bring everything you're doing together in a way that makes sense for your sales and your soul. My guest today is Kelsey Kerslake, founder of the Aligned Business Academy and podcast host of the Aligned Business Podcast. Kelsey is a multi-passionate CEO of two companies and has been helping entrepreneurs and businesses building their brands market their presence for over a decade. She's here today to share an inspirational story of how she started by having $200 in her bank account to now working on her next goal of hitting $5 million in her business while feeling aligned. So without further ado, here's Kelsey. Welcome to the show, Kelsey. Hi, Lucy. Thank you for having me. So excited for you to share your story. So there was a time you had $200 in your bank account. Please share with our listeners your story of financial anxiety at that period of time. Mm, in a weird way, it was one of the lowest points of my life because of, I think, the personal attachment and self-worth I had around making my business successful. And I had been an entrepreneur for about six years, but only that was my first year where I had taken my business full-time. I'd left my corporate job and to more or less have built up this business and then quote unquote failed after that first year, it felt like a huge blow to my ego. And that was just a really rough time because I had had so many times before where I was just working to build this business. I just knew in my heart and soul that it would be successful. And having $200 in my bank account after leaving my corporate job with a a hefty savings to make it on this entrepreneurial journey, it was just a really, really hard place to be in. So what happened afterwards? Yeah. So um, I knew that I had to actually go find a job (laughs) if I wanted to pay my rent, pay my, I had a mortgage at the time. And I just knew that I was going to either apply for jobs and figure out how to make this work, or I was going to go all in with my business. And so previously, as it was ticking down to the $200, I had been applying for jobs and I just thought, maybe I have to give up. Maybe this isn't the path for me. Maybe this isn't what I'm meant to be doing. Like clearly I can't make it financially. And when I had that $200 in my bank account, that same week, I actually was applying to work for Marie Forleo and I had made it through all of their rounds of interviews. I was one of the top two candidates for this design job and they went with the other person. (laughs) 
And so I was like, okay, I have to go all in on my business. This is my only choice at this point. Or I would go, you know, pick up some random jobs um, off of Craigslist. I had thought about working at the grocery store next door. And so I said, okay, like I'm clearly not meant to be you know, working full time. And this is a sign that I should be going all in on my business. And so it was literally day by day. What I actually did was email every single person that I knew. Um, I was lucky to have had contacts from previous jobs, from previous freelancing companies that I had been working with. And I went through my Gmail and I said, who might have an opportunity for me where I can earn $100 here, $200 there. And every single morning, it was about emailing whoever I could, starting any conversations and just getting money flowing into my business. At that point, I was really in survival mode and I didn't care about getting aligned business. I was more worried about getting money so that I could fuel what I was going to be growing. And it was really survival pace at that point. And so I was emailing, I was getting freelance jobs here and there. I was connecting with people on Instagram. I love chatting on Instagram. That's always been a really aligned place for me to connect with people. And so day by day turned into like, okay, I can make it through the week instead of just the day. And then it was, okay, I can make it through the month. Like, I see that I can like pay my bills this month just from all these jobs that I was getting. And it started to really snowball from there. And it really was this just all in every single day, hustle through. And that was in August of 2017. And by December of 2017, I had been getting some retainer work from the people that I was working with. I had actually started to land some higher end, um, branding work, social media design, that kind of stuff. And I looked at my bank account and I had made a $16,000 month and I was absolutely floored at that moment. I am a firm believer that you should do something each day that your future self will thank you for. And I know you also talk about becoming your future self. So let's talk about this a little bit. How do you teach your clients to become that future self as well as finding clarity for success? What techniques do you use to get you to that six figures like you did? Yeah. So I definitely talk about being in that survival mode versus the thrival mode. And so when you're in the survival mode where you need to get the money to just make it to the next week, make it to the next month, you're going to be making different decisions. You're not always going to be making decisions from that future self place because you need the money to survive, right? And so once you've kind of defined what is your survival mode? So I work with my clients and we work on what we call the spaghetti number. And that is if you were feeding yourself spaghetti and marinara for every single meal and, you know, cutting all of your expenses as much as you could to still just like get by, what would that number be? Because before that, you're really going to be making decisions in alignment with just getting to that spaghetti number. And then after the spaghetti number, you're going to start making decisions in alignment with who future you is. And one of the other things that we do when we start working with people is we actually go through a future you meditation visualization practice. And so we kind of step back and we say a year from now, if everything went the way that you want and all of the the rules were taken away and you can imagine yourself having the life and business that you desire, 
what would that look like? And we go through this visualization, calling in that future self and actually visualizing what does that perfect day look like? What do you do, you know, from breakfast to dinner that day? And we really call in all of those details, the details about how you're living, where you're at, who's around you, what kind of business are you running? And so once you've started to identify who that future self is, when you're making any decision in your business, you really want to make decisions as if you are that future self, because right here in the right now, you are not your future self. And so if you're making decisions in alignment with who you are today, you'll probably be scared. You'll probably hold yourself back and you're going to you know, be making decisions that will get you more of what you already have. And so in order to actually get to those six figure goals, those seven figure goals, we have to envision, you know, who, who am I when I have reached that goal and what decisions would that person be telling me to make today? And every single day you start making decision by decision, step by step in alignment with that future self. And it's incredible how over time that can really support you in reaching that future self that you've been envisioning for so long. I love that. I cannot agree more with you. So with our conversation, I want to debunk the myth that you have to hustle all day, all night to make bank. And I know you will agree with me, Kelsey, that it is possible to make money while working however many hours that feels right and aligned for you. Do you agree with me? Oh, totally, Lucy. Yes, absolutely. I I think there are moments of hustle, right? I when I was, when I did have the $200 in my bank account, of course I was like hustling to make it to my spaghetti number. And after that, you, you can't go like that for forever. And there's a point where it's like, you've got to live your life and enjoy your life along the way. And there's absolutely ways that you can do that while sustaining your life, your income and having a business that supports all of that. So tell us how many hours approximately do you really work a week? I am in another intentional season of not hustling, but opening my calendar so that I can get to this next level version of me. So currently I work about 10 to four, four days a week. So how I can't do the math on that. Is that like 16 hours a week? (laughs) Thank you for sharing. And what mishaps did you have along the way? And what lessons did you learn? I mean, all of the lessons and so many mishaps, (laughs) right? I think that one of the biggest things, just going back to that hustle is you can't hustle your way to success. And at some point you need to start designing your business and intentionally designing your life to actually live the life that you desire. And then making sure that that business supports it. So I think that when I wasn't doing that, things felt really chaotic. I felt like I was hustling day to day to day. And now I'm able to learn from all of the the unaligned feelings that I've had, the the issues that I went through. We have a a large-ish team for our business right now. And I'm learning and stepping into leadership at this higher level, which has been a lot of twists and turns and failures along the way. But I always know that we're learning from those failures and we can take those instances and build them into our business to build up resiliency. And that makes everything better one day. (laughs) 
at what point did you start to outsource and let go of your doer jobs? Yeah. So I actually ended up letting go of my doer jobs when I was still in corporate. So I was growing my design business as a side hustle while I was working in corporate America. And we were getting so many inquiries. Yay for the power of Pinterest. And we couldn't, or I, I guess at that point, I couldn't personally take on all of the work that I had while living an aligned life while working full-time and also building my side hustle. So I thankfully I went to design school. I knew a ton of other designers and I ended up instead of putting people on a wait list, I actually took whatever inquiries were coming in that felt like something I still wanted to take on. Of course, not every inquiry is aligned and the ones I still wanted to work on. I actually hired out to some of my design friends and gave them, you know, a per project fee and I art directed, I creative direct, and I was the project manager for those projects. So I will say delegation was something I knew I had to do in order to reach bigger levels in my business. So it wasn't easy. (laughs) Um, But I, it was nice that I had people I fully trusted in their talents and their skills supporting me at that time. Mm, I like that. So you mentioned meditation, right? Taking the time to dream and meditate is a part of not just our personal success, but also our business non-negotiable, I would say. I pretty much meditate with all my clients. So what kind of other meditations do you do? So I do a meditation that is really just calming your mind and getting in tune with your breath. It's very neutral and it's more about finding that peace within yourself. And I would say I do that most days and it just helps me reinforce that calm mentality within my life. And that is great. (laughs) But the other thing that I really do love doing when I'm trying to think about, you know, next steps for the business or how I should work through things, I really love, I lay in my bed, honestly, and just visualize what I want the future to potentially look like. And so I'll play out different scenarios in my head and see how that feels to me. I think that visualizations, you know, I do guided visualizations with our clients because I think that that can be so important, like going through that future perfect day to call in that future self. And I'm at a point where I think I've gotten pretty good at visualizing. So I can just close my eyes, feel into a calm place and be able to start to visualize different things and see what the outcome might be. And so one of the things I've been working with right now is we are re we're doing a big um, reorg basically and going through the positions that we have and what will actually support the business and scaling to I'm, I'm deciding from the $5 million mark right now. So what will scale the business to $5 million? And so I imagine myself as that person and think about what positions would need to be in place. How would I like those people to interact with the business? What do I want to be doing? And I kind of visualize this. I feel into it. I see what would really feel good to have as support within these different aspects of my business. And being able to take that calm time away is imperative to growing into the future. Because if we are stuck doing the doing and like answering emails and, you know, just keeping our minds busy, we can never actually visualize that future that we're heading into. So did you, did you ever watch the Queen's Gambit? Uh, No, I haven't. Oh, (laughs) so it's a, it's a 
movie or it's a mini series on Netflix, but in there she's a chess player and she actually like visualizes all of the chess moves. They show it like on the ceiling. And I thought that that was so funny because I saw that and I was like, that is me when I visualize, like, I just like sit there in my bed and visualize what I want to happen in the future. And it's just a nice place for me to be able to do that. It's really important to my process. I feel. I love that. I do love visualization. I do visualization with my clients as well. I have them visualize reaching and celebrating their goal. Like a um, half Mm. a year from now, they're waking up, putting their feet on the floor and thinking, wow, how amazing it feels to have already reached their goals. And that Mm -hmm. just embodying that version of them that have already reached their goals and how it feels and take actions today from that version of them. Absolutely. That's it's everything. We need that. Lovely. So on those low days that we have as entrepreneurs, what do you do to reset yourself? Mm. Currently, I try to take as much time as I can away from my computer, away from my phone. And a big thing for me since the pandemic has been taking baths. <laughs> it's see, it's like one way that I can kind of just like strip away literally <laughs> the day and be able to have that time where I just am in my own calmness. Another thing is I I have been going through a lot of things lately that have been pretty hard and that comes with growth, right? We're always working through kind of those new challenging, hard things as we're growing and it's for that future self. And right now it's been a lot. So I just allow myself to feel my feelings. I am a big crier as a processor. It is something that just supports me and getting some of that like gunk out of my body more or less. And I will cry. I will walk. I will take a bath. I'll do whatever I need to do to support what I need to feel in that moment. And that is really going to be looking different for everybody, but it looks a lot like not pushing through and taking that time to just navigate the emotions and the hard times and allowing them to be and taking care of yourself and giving yourself grace in those tough moments. Love it. Love it. Is there a favorite quote that you go by? Mm, A quote that I don't even know if this is a quote, but something that I constantly have to remind myself is that other people's feelings are not my responsibility. And that doesn't mean that you're not empathetic. It doesn't mean that you can't support people and deeply care for people. It means at the root that if somebody is having emotions and they are having feelings and they are acting out in certain ways that then affect you, they are literally not your responsibility. Everybody's emotions and feelings are their own and their own to navigate. And I personally feel like I took a lot of personal responsibility for the ways in which people around me had been feeling. And so that's just one thing I always love to remind myself, whether that's from a client who's having a weird experience and I'm, I'm taking it personally because I want my clients to have amazing experiences. And if I am in my own integrity and support and they're holding that space and honoring how I need to be showing up in the world, that 
helps me keep my own boundaries and also support others and, and owning their own feelings and hopefully not letting them affect me as much. And Lucy, I'm sure, you know, as a coach, you have these deeply personal relationships with your clients. And I don't know about you, but for me, it was really hard to navigate that and not also take on those emotions. So other people's feelings are not my responsibility is something I say to myself a lot. Thank you for sharing. That's a beautiful story. So where can our listeners find you at? Yeah. So I am on Instagram at Kelsey Kurslake and I'm always there. You can find most of the happenings there and I'm always willing to chat. So come say hello. And then I'm also on my website, um, pinegateroad.com. And that is where you can find our agency, you can find our coaching programs and some really cool freebies that might also get you started on your journey. A favorite is how we have one training on 25 different ways that you can fail to 10k months with one service. And so that's somebody people love that because it's just like, here's all these inspirational things that you can maybe implement into your business to reach your goals quicker than you might have thought. Thank you. Thank you. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 